Welcome to Think for Yourself with John Pasadino, the program that encourages independent thinking. And now here he is, your host, John Pasadino. Thanks, everybody. Please, as usual, I would prefer that you hold your applause until after the recording is complete. Thank you so much. Well, here we are, episode seven, 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 seven. And we continue to add platforms uh, on which this podcast is heard. We continue to add listeners, subscribers, and I am so grateful to all of the positive responses. Thank you so much. With that, let's get started. Pet peeve part two. Pet peeves part two. I am always astonished at how individuals are unable to see a full picture of an issue. Conversely, I also look at myself and I wonder, am I seeing the issues the wrong way myself? Because I tend to see both sides of an issue. I put myself in the shoes of a suspect slash victim. I put myself in the shoes of a law enforcement person. I fortunately have not been in either role in real life. And I take that point into consideration when and before I make my personal assessment of the situation. In addition to that strategy, I do not jump in with both feet on a public platform and express my opinion. Why? Because I am not an expert. I can only, I can only draw a personal conclusion continue to research, evaluate, and then decide whether or not there is any concrete action that I can take in order to remedy what I think is a problem. Now, call me crazy, but I think that's the right approach. I think the wrong approach, personally, is to put it out there in a knee-jerk emotional reaction and become, one, disappointed with the reaction because inevitably there are going to be people that disagree. Two, be astounded at even those that agree with me and their interpretation of my opinion. What? That's not what I said. So, 
I don't understand why people continue to put it out there, especially social media. Social media. There is a place, a fantasy world called Facebook, where people can post their favorite dish, half eaten or before they imbib. <laughs> they can also, people can also put pictures of a event that they wish to share. Look, we were celebrating a birthday. Isn't this nice? You know me. And you know some members of my family. And I wanted you to see, because you weren't able to be there, what transpired. I hope you find these pictures light and fun to look at. I and other Facebook members can also put interesting pictures of our neighborhoods. A before and after picture. This is what the dock looked like 100 years ago. This is what it looks like today. That's cool. I like that. We can share quotes, inspiring quotes. We can share perhaps a song that's a favorite. And we'd like our Facebook friends to discover one of our favorites. Hey, I'm posting the song for you all because I think you may like it. I think many of you may not have heard of this artist, so I'm going to share it with you in the hopes that you will discover this artist too and maybe appreciate this artist. So I, therefore, will have brightened your day. That is the fantasy world of Facebook. However, we all know what it has become due to certain individuals who persist, who persist on posting posts that inevitably provoke an emotional response, a negative emotional response, one way or the other. Whether you agree with the person or not, you're going to get poked and you're going to have an emotional response. Because when you agree with the person, say they're talking about, they're posting about gun control, you're going to go, yeah, right, gun control, gun control. We need it. We sorely need it. I can't stand it anymore. You've been poked. Or, if you don't agree, because you believe in the right to bear arms and all that, which I'm not getting into at all, just citing it as an example, you may go, are you kidding me? I will not give up my right to bear arms. I need to have a gun. I like to go hunting, or whatever. What? Ever. The point is, emotional responses, drama. So my question is, why? This is my pet peeve. This is my pet peeve. One, seeing the overall picture when one posts on social media, what good will it do? What, how will it make someone's day better? Why do I have to post this? Why can I not go to a 
group or a site where people are discussing the issues and put it there. Why do I have to put it into in the face of someone who may not want to see this? Knowing that it will invoke an emotional response. Now you may say, well, putting up your party pictures may invoke an emotional response too, because somebody may say, hey, I wasn't invited. Or someone will say, oh, I remember when so-and-so used to come to the parties, and why isn't that person not there? Yeah, true. There are people that will be emotionally poked, whatever you do. But in particular, political and religious issues, as we all know, end up invoking emotional responses. So, one, why don't we see the full picture? Am I seeing the full picture? Maybe not. I only come up with the questions. I don't have the answers. Two, as you know, my, um, my subtitle for the podcast is Think for Yourself. So anyway, and then two, like I said, as I said, why do we persist on putting it out there knowing that we are going to invoke a dramatic response. We are not paid pundits. There are people on Fox News and CNN who are paid to put it out there. There are people that write for the New York Post, which loves to put stuff out there that drums up uh, responses. One example, there are many hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of websites and magazines and newspapers that do nothing other than dredge up the stuff that gets people's blood boiling. Please check out my books, blogs, photos, videos, and podcasts at johnpwrites.com. That's J-O-H-N-P writes, W-R-I-T-E-S dot com. Thanks for listening.